Hello, friends. So, as promised, I am making a devotional episode today. So, I said I would do it at some point this week. And I finally got a little bit of motivation. So, today, we're going to talk about learning to pray despite everything going on. Learning to turn to God in moments where you feel tempted to turn to others, turn to worldly things, keep in mind that it's important to talk to others, to address how you're feeling, to open up and be honest and real with others that you trust, there's a key word, um, that you know would not harm you, you know would not take advantage of the fact that you were going through a hard time or make you feel bad for going through a hard time. Know, know the people you reach out to before you reach out to them, if you're going to reach out to them. And it's also recommended that you ask them if they have the mental space for it because um, it's just, I think it's, um, it's common courtesy to ask, hey, do you have a few moments to talk about this or do you have the mental space to talk about this right now or you know can I call you like be okay with reaching out to others don't feel ashamed about it at all because no one should feel ashamed for asking for prayers asking for advice asking for just a little bit of you know time a listening ear whatever because that's what friends are for so I'm not saying you you can't turn to your friends. Please turn to your friends. Please turn to your loved ones. And if you feel comfortable doing that, please do. <clears throat> I think it's like trying to figure out... Um, how important it is to turn to God in those moments too. That's when it gets to be, I think, something we really have to develop as a good habit, if that makes sense. Because I know me personally, like, if I'm going through a hard time, I'll just want to do something to distract myself. And distracting yourself can only go so far. And I've talked a little bit about healthy distractions on here. Healthy distractions are good, but... If it's a serious issue or matter that you need to address, address it. Because when it comes to sometimes like irrational or anxious thoughts that you know you really just can't feed, you know that like sometimes it is better to just not think about them, not talk about them, move on, and then let them go away naturally if it's possible. If that makes sense, like know, know the thought, know yourself, know what you're going through and then set, step back and know how important it is to turn to God. So that's something that I've been really struggling with this week. So a lot of ups and downs this week. Um, a, lot of, a lot of tears and a lot of pain and a lot of discomfort, but there's also been a lot of joy and a lot of blessings and a lot of just moments where I've been so thankful for people that are great listeners, people that are great friends, and moments where I'm thankful that these people have let me into their lives and that I can help and be a listener for them too, 
and I want them to know that. Um, so I think despite the fact that there were a lot of downs this week, there were a lot of ups, and God has been trying to show me through the pain that there is a lot of beauty and there's been a lot of self-realization this week because it's one of those weeks where in weeks past like during advent I felt really strong really strong in my faith really eager to just suffer and to just find joy in the little things find joy in suffering and I felt like I was really really striving to do that um I'm not saying that I accomplished that very well but I think that I was in a good spot and I was really trying and really just embracing everything and all that and then this week hit and I don't know what happened but I think I started off the week with a really bad mindset um I think Saturday wasn't even the start of the new week it was like the end of last week almost the start of a new week that I was not in a good place and from then on out I kind of convinced myself that this coming week was going to be hard and it was going to be draining and and it was um and little did I know there was going to be a lot that happened this week that I wasn't going to expect um a lot that I needed to think about a lot that I needed to work out and as all this stuff started happening because you know just the day before like a few days after that like I think I was like asking God to bring suffering into my life so that way I could turn to him more totally forgot about that totally like almost like was mad at myself for it because then stuff started happening and I didn't like it and I didn't like the fact that things were changing and I started to find myself turning towards worldly things instead of God so I started turning towards my phone more I started um turning to people before I turned to God and while I am glad I talked to some people because I know that God was pushing me in that direction to talk to people and it it made it a little bit easier to turn to him at the end of the day It's been difficult because I told my mom last night, I was like, mom, I just don't, right now, I'm having a really hard time surrendering to God and just talking to him. And I don't know where he is, and I feel really lost right now. And she said, well, Ali, maybe you're not trying to find him. And that's when I was like, you're right. God had given me so many opportunities to suffer and suffer well, suffer with a purpose this week. He gave me so many opportunities to to smile at the face of adversities like I've been talking about throughout these devotionals. He gave me opportunities to to grow in virtue and while I I took some of those opportunities there was a lot that I left behind because I was too comfortable in my discomfort and that's something I feel like I might have touched on before in an episode but to be honest as human beings when we're going through a difficult time mentally or physically 
sometimes our minds or our bodies will feed off of that and they like it you know what I mean like our body likes it our hormones like it and that's when we start to spiral downwards and it starts to become a bad habit or something so um basically what I'm saying is sometimes the only reason we're feeling a certain way could be hormones it could be chemicals it could be an imbalance of that um and for instance I found that if you don't make enough progesterone and your progesterone levels are already fluctuating at different times of the month as a female then your body is gonna have an estrogen as well your body is gonna have a really hard time making serotonin so that's something I discovered this week and I was like oh so my body physically just cannot make any or even enough happy hormones at the moment because of chemical and hormonal imbalances so knowing yourself and your body and your and doing your research can help but you shouldn't let that define you if that makes sense like I think I started getting into this whole mindset this week that like oh, okay I'm just depressed you know I just can't make enough serotonin so I was sad you know what I mean like it was nice knowing that answer for a while feeling like okay it's not just random it's it's my body reacting responding saying help we need more serotonin in my body when I started feeling like <clears throat> like having stomach problems the other day and stuff it was saying help we need proper nutrition so just like how your body says and gives you these alerts basically and causes you to have discomfort or pain or feel a certain way because you're lacking something it's saying hey we need to make something and they'll start robbing you know other things to help try to make that in your body like just like how your body alerts you that something's not right like god kind of does the same in a way he kind of nudges us in little ways and what's interesting is like i felt like god was nudging me to do certain things this week and i didn't um and I could tell that something was wrong and I needed to do stuff in my spiritual life. But I told myself, no, I don't feel good right now. I'm too, I, I'm too, I'm too sad and I don't feel well enough to pray. So I didn't because it seemed easier to pick up my phone than pray. And did it help? Not at all. It's temporary, my friends. Everything that we experience that we think is fulfilling is temporary. And that's why I started getting, like, kind of sad, is realizing that all the things that I have loved, like, and have spent time doing and whatnot, were starting to mean less and less. But then I realized, wait, that's a good thing. Allie. Like, you shouldn't be sad that, um, that things aren't satisfying you. You should be glad because when this earthly world starts to seem unsatisfying and we just learn to live, live in it, 
just for the fact that we are here so that we might know, love, and serve him and be with him in the next life. If we realize that, that stripping away of certain things, like allowing God to strip things away, starts to become something beautiful, not painful. At the moment, it's painful. And what's interesting is at the beginning of Advent, this is where I'm going to start getting kind of emotional, guys, because this is just kind of like me reflecting, me me um, trying to kind of do a, a reflection of this Lenten season, not Lenten, Advent season. If I keep saying Lent, know that I don't mean that. I mean Advent. It's an accident, okay? Anyways, um, so basically... I asked God at the beginning of Advent to strip me away of my vices and replace those with virtues. And I used the analogy of, like, in um, Voyage of the Dawn Treader, because most people have read that book, in Voyage of the Dawn Treader, Eustace is trying to scratch off his dragon scales, right? As he's trying to scratch off those dragon scales, he... it hurts and he realizes he can't do it on his own it's not working so then he just kind of sits in his pain and his discomfort and his vices and he starts trying to figure them out right trying to dissect them figure out what he needs to do differently kind of you know and then soon enough Aslan comes along and Aslan starts scratching off his his dragon scales right and as he's scratching those dragon scales off Eustace is in pain he describes it like in the book he describes it to Edmund as this beautiful pain he felt like a different person afterwards he felt that it hurt it was a deep deep cut but it was beautiful and it was healing and when I was trying to reflect on what I really needed to work on this Advent season um I felt like God was just that he put that analogy in my head and he put that um you know that scene from the book in my head as well and so then I started piecing it together and I was like okay I'm going to keep asking God to replace, you know, my hard dragon skills that are made of my virtues with a new skin that is full of vices, you know? Um, And I want to live for him, right? And so, um, I think... I asked someone the other day, I was just like, I just don't get it because it feels like God is stripping so much away from me right now. You know, when you lose loved ones, when you lose a pet, when life starts to just change and you realize you have a new chapter coming up in your life in several months and you're, you have big decisions you have to make soon, uh, you have work that you have to get done, and everything starts to get overwhelming 
and you don't know what you're doing and everything just seems wrong and it seems like he's stripping me away of a lot of things and life is changing I was like I don't get it I was telling this friend I was like I don't get why this keeps happening and then she was like well maybe maybe it's because God's trying to get you to surrender to him you know um and I was like you're you're so right and it's still been a hard pill to swallow and I spent all of yesterday really battling with that you know and um and especially because I woke up and I just it was not a good morning yesterday but God really flipped that day around you know what I mean like it was a day of a lot of self-realization and a lot of healing tears and a lot of just happiness at the end of the day you know what I mean that I'm gonna choose to be happy I'm gonna choose to not let people or things or anything make me feel like I can't be confident in my own shoes if that makes sense like my mom said, Allie, I have faith in you, and you need to start having some faith in yourself, and she was right. Um, I, I mean, I think we're all guilty of being our worst critics, of pushing ourselves down at times, of believing the lies in our head, or the lies of others, or whatever it is, and we start belittling ourselves in a way, and we start to lose faith. And that upsets God because he says, no, I made you to do amazing things. And you have the capacity to do amazing things for me. So do it. You need to just embrace everything and do it. And so I really went to bed last night with that. And today as I was battling, you know, just just feeling like I needed to work on some things in my spiritual life, I was like, okay, I think it's time for a good reflection, a little heart-to-heart talk with my friends in my podcast episode because it felt like that's what God was telling me to do. Like, that was my little form of prayer that I needed to do to help me put myself in the right mindset for the day. Because to be honest, this week had a lot of ups and downs, but you know what? In the long run, it was a good week. You know, I think when we choose to see the good in every day, um, anyways, I think I realized that, okay, God is stripping me of my vices and replacing them with virtues, like I asked. So, um, it's nice to, I'm telling you guys, to really just reflect and journal like I have been horrible at this that this week but looking back I could look back on my journal and and see in my you know early reflections in the advent season and where I was at and where I'm at now and see how God is working in very unique beautiful ways and um it's awesome it's great And I think learning to be thankful for that, learning to be thankful for the good and the bad, no matter what happens, 
is honestly just awesome. It's it's a battle. I'm not saying I have gotten there yet. God is helping me get there. Um, but have faith, my friends. We can all get there. And we will all get there if we just have faith and we trust. Um, I sound like, I don't know, Tinkerbell, faith, trust, and a little pixie dust or something. Um, how about faith, trust, and a little holy water? <laughs> there we go. That's our, that's a, that's a saying. I need to put that on a t-shirt. I, there's so many things I should, I want to put on t-shirts or stickers, guys. And I promise I will one day. Um, I just need to get more experience in the graphic design world, but I'm working on that. Um, <laughs> but my little challenge for you guys for the day after that little reflection, was trying to think what I was going to say. Oh, okay. So I challenge you guys to do something out of your comfort zone. So maybe reach out to someone you haven't talked to in a long time and you think, man, maybe, maybe I shouldn't, maybe, you know what I mean? Something that kind of scares you a little bit, something that, you know, might benefit someone else or yourself, whatever it may be. Or if there's some sort of hobby or something that you really want to do, but you're kind of scared to try it out. Or something that you haven't, like maybe something you haven't been in the mood to do, but you know you should do. um, Or you're trying to find motivation to do it. I don't know. I'm just kind of throwing some ideas out there because challenging yourself and pushing yourself is so, so good for you. Um, like, I have been wanting to learn guitar for years, okay? I was like, I don't know if I can do it. The times that I kind of, quote-unquote, tried, I didn't really try. And I was kind of like, whatever, and I gave up. And then I started over Thanksgiving break, and I've been trying to do it ever since. And this week, I got some pretty deep calluses on my hands, guys. On my hands, on my fingers, guys. Um... Yeah, so it was kind of, it's fulfilling to look back and think, man, kind of like, you know, when you work out and you feel sore the next day, it it's hurts and you don't like it. But again, it's that beautiful pain. Basically, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes discomfort or being in situations that really challenge you seem scary and might feel uncomfortable at first or might hurt even. But you can look back and see progress and say, wow, like, I I did something and you should be proud of yourself. Not in a prideful or vain way, my friends, but, you know, you know my thoughts on that already. I'm not going to go and start preaching about that. Um, and honestly, it helps so much to just, like, do something like that you know like I didn't think I could do it but I did it I started teaching myself guitar I can play several songs I am I that good yet no I I'm still a work in progress and we all are okay so in all areas of our life where we are work in progress and God we have to let God 
work through us, um, work in us, work through us. So when we, when God's working through us, you know, we serve others and we give back and we do things that benefit others. You know what I mean? And because we should love others and be the light of Christ, right? So my challenge is kind of fitting for the whole allowing God to enter into that pain and in that suffering or whatever you're going through and seeing the beauty in that and realizing how pain is a beautiful gift and challenges are a beautiful gift and discomfort is a beautiful gift because we can look back and think, man, I made it, but you didn't do it alone. That's something we also have to acknowledge. You did it with the help of God. God makes all things possible. With God, all things are possible, guys. So don't lose hope. Don't lose faith. Don't lose heart. You know, don't lose that sense of joy. All these all these things that we should be thinking about and reflecting upon um, as Advent comes to a close and as Christmas is just around a corner around the corner guys it's almost a week away it's a week from tomorrow how crazy is that i think i've talked to some people and a lot of people are saying you know like this advent has been rough it doesn't really feel like christmas and whatnot and then a friend was you know sharing some reflections on that and she had such a beautiful point she was saying how no matter what happens during Advent or, you know, the Christmas season, good or bad, especially the bad, first of all, it was meant to happen and it helps us to grow stronger if we let it. And second of all, God will always win, right? It's still, Christmas is still going to come. We can still celebrate. We can still take advantage of what time and what you know what we have when we have it and we can still be thankful and we can still find joy in that because there's joy and there's hope in the coming of Christ and we should rejoice in that um so instead of a quote for the day I mean I might I'm still going to share a quote for the day guys because you know why wouldn't I but um, I'm going to share a song with you guys because I think it's a really beautiful song. Um, so, sorry if it cut off, guys. Um, but yes, Our God Came Down to Us is a beautiful, beautiful hymn. So, go and listen to that. Sarah Sparks, Advent Part 1, Our God Came Down to Us. Um... Another one I'm also going to mention is Behold the Man, part one and part two. So part one is on her Advent part one album. And then we have in this album called Risen, part two, which is kind of like her um, Lent and Easter album. And if you listen to Behold the Man, part one from the Advent album, and then Behold the Man, part two from the um, Lent slash Easter album, man, guys, I'm telling you, chills. Because Behold the Man, it makes me so, so, so emotional because she tells the story about Jesus dying on the cross for us and the whole reason behind the season, you know, because 
people forget that Jesus is the reason for the season. I know people you say that all the time, but it's freaking true, okay? <laughs> and another thing people have to remember too is keep Christ in Christmas. I can't stand when people call Christmas Xmas just because they think it's cool, just because it's shortened. I don't care. I'm saying, excuse me, keep Christ in Christmas too. Like, not only just that, but I'm saying keep the meaning behind Christmas about God. I think the reason I'm I'm bringing this up is because I was talking to someone yesterday and they were saying how they're like, it's sad. Like, a lot of people after the literally the day after Christmas will like like you know Christmas stations stop playing music basically um people start taking their stuff down people act like it's all over guys you know you celebrate all all just all basically from Thanksgiving until Christmas day and then you're done we're done we're on to the next thing um next consumer day basically next consumption day like New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, right? Um, no, no, we're not because the the celebration has only begun, friends. It begins on Christmas Day and it goes for twelve days and even past that because technically Christmas does not end until Jesus' baptism in the liturgical calendar, so it goes even past that. So guys, keep on celebrating, and that's why I think. Keeping Advent as basically a mini Lent is so important because it helps prepare us for that big celebration. Just like Easter, you know how Easter is like 40 days? We celebrate that for over a month. We basically get to do the same thing with Christmas because Christmas is so important. Because if we didn't have Christ coming into the world, we wouldn't have Easter, right? And Easter is just, it's like, it all fulfills itself um you know the coming of christ god you know replacing the not replacing (laughs) the old covenant with the new with with the new covenant um but he's fulfilling it right um and he states that and um i was kind of reading about that for my theology class and studying about that and it's so beautiful it just gives me chills and Comparing, you know, parts of the Old Testament with the New Testament and how it was fulfilled is so flipping cool, guys. I love it. If you can do that, do that. Like, go, like, in your Bible, sometimes it will show you. It'll show you, like, if you're reading an Old Testament, a book in the Old Testament, it will show you, you go and you use a little, like, maybe, I don't know if it's the asterisks, it could be, like, the letters or something. You go down and it'll show you sometimes where that is basically fulfilled or like mentioned again or reiterated in the new testament it's so cool so get your bible do that highly recommend it's awesome love doing that i did that a little bit this year with my theology class and it's so awesome and you believe me like peter will quote certain things from the old testament or paul will quote things from the old testament and that shows you that the old testament like in the old covenant isn't replacing like the new covenant isn't replacing that like Jesus stated that it's fulfilling it, right? And proof we have proof of that. We have scriptural proof of that. So it's just super beautiful, so amazing and like Christmas and Easter. Like Christmas like is 
like we wouldn't have it without God. So don't, I'm not saying you can't have fun, you can't celebrate. God wants us to celebrate. He wants us to have joy. In fact, when I was studying my theology this week, um, I was talking about like, okay, what's the whole meaning behind, you know, the wisdom books in the Old Testament? And it's really, um, especially like, I think Proverbs in particular, um, it's really because it like, it poses the question is what is, what value is this earthly life for a man? Like what, what does this life have for man? You know, what, what can we get out of this life? And it really states how God wants us to have joy. He wants us to celebrate and to have fun and enjoy ourselves. But he wants us to do that in moderation. So we don't eat a ton of food. We don't get drunk. We don't do all those things, right? Moderation is key. And I say that all the time. One of my mottos, moderation is key. Um, But basically... It's, it's beautiful that God wants us to be happy. He wants us to take part in, in pleasure, you know, but he wants us to also realize that we wouldn't have that if it weren't for him. We need to be thankful for that. We can't take, we can't abuse that. And secondly, we need to also realize that in addition to that, the, our purpose in this life is that we may also know him and that we might be able to you know keep his commandments and follow God and not be ashamed of that like so God never says you have to turn into hermit to be a saint no he has called some people for to do that he called some you know saints to do that but we are all different we're all unique And we have to realize that. And he wants us to experience joy. Anyways, um, I'm going to close out today's episode with a quote and a prayer. So I was looking at some saint quotes really late at at night last night. As you can tell, I'm kind of tired. And I have, and God put in my heart, Blessed Pierre Giorgio Versati. So my dad has this hat that says Verso... Versulato, which means to the heights, and that was Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frassati's saying, because he would go every day, he would go to Mass, he would climb up the mountain and hike, because that was like his favorite thing to do, because it was kind of like a representation of going upwards towards God, towards heaven, to the heights, and how we strive heaven heaven towards heaven like heavenward basically and um and then on his way back he would go and visit with Christ in the Eucharist he would actually spend most nights in adoration so he would like spend all night in adoration so be like two in the morning and he's you know spending time in adoration I had the wonderful opportunity to do that on Good Friday um at a nearby parish with my dad we woke up at like one something and we, I think we went there around two. Being able to sit in silence and in adoration at two in the morning in a church is something else, guys. The silence. Just, I encourage you to do it at some point if you can because there, there are 
churches that do do adoration 24 hours. So um, some even do 24-7. So you can sign up. Sometimes, most of the time, they will ask that people will sign up because um, they don't want it, it just to be, you know, open all the time because it's not safe. Um, somebody could steal um, Jesus. So, um, yeah. It's just a beautiful experience, but I recommend doing it at some point. I'm going to do it again. Anyways, Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frasati. He came to mind last night for some reason, and I was like, I'm just going to look up a bunch of quotes by him. And this is a really popular one. I think it was the first one that came up, and I love it. He said, the higher we go, the better we shall hear the voice of Christ. And then he has another one, and he said, to live without faith without a patrimony to defend, without a steady struggle for truth, that is not living but existing. So think about how so many people are afraid to speak up and say the truth, and that's, they just, they're, that they think that they're protecting themselves, but they're just living, like, they're, they're not living, they're just existing, and we're called to live for Christ. We're not called to just exist, but we're called to struggle we're called to speak the truth with love, and Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frasati, he did that so beautifully, and he's a wonderful example of that. Look up his story. I believe there's a book um, about his life. Um, I think we own it, and I've been meaning to read it, but my mom absolutely loves it, um, and again, Versolato to the heights. It's such a beautiful, beautiful motto. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. Take care, and have a wonderful weekend.